and welcome to the High Stakes Fantasy Advantage podcast with the band here, Greg, Tom, and Derek. And uh, today's Friday, January 5th. All right, it's warming up, Tom. It's going to be up to 32 on Sunday. It is. It's above zero right now. It's fucking freezing out there, man. I'm sorry. It was below zero again when we woke up this morning. Every fucking day, it's below zero. This is ridiculous. I'm tired of it. It's January, right, Derek? It's January. We gotta expect this. This is what we live here for. This is why nobody wants to live up here, and we all own it land, right? Yeah, but it, it's it, like you said, it's warming up. I woke up this morning, took the dog for a walk about eight thirty, and it was still like minus five. But just now, coming back from the gym, it was already up to about fifteen. And like you said, it's gonna be thirty-two on Sunday yeah. for you guys. We get that tomorrow, which is good. My daughter's got her annual uh, school sledding day on the big hill at the school, so tomorrow morning it's supposed to be around twenty some degrees when we do that. So I'm, that's great. That's that's like that's like think of, think, think of that. Twenty degrees is like fifty yeah. degrees warmer than it's been a lot of time here lately. <laughs> I know. Hey, speak, speaking of a big sledding hill, we got one at Lambeau Field. You got to come on over here sometime and try the new sledding hill. How do you like that? It's called the Aaron's Sledding Hill. My hometown has sponsored that. Yeah, I saw you tweet out that looked cool. I'll have to bring my uh, my little guy to a game there sometime, and we'll definitely have to do that. The hell with the little guys. We're going out there. Come on. We're going down that's four stories high. We're going down that sledding hill. So good news there. Hey, speaking of good news, we're going to announce it right here because we tested out one round auto today. And yes, we're getting that on baseball next week. We're going to have one round auto. We apologize for not having it from the get go. Tom, this is what guys are asking for. We got to have it for our slow drafts. I looked at where we are now compared to last year. We're ahead of pace already with the slow drafts for the national championship. Plus, we have all these $50 DCs. But we're going to do more when we get this one-round auto in, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we're, we're selling out drafts all the time. People are having a good time. We hardly get any help calls. but uh, So it's going smooth. It's going great. Everybody's having a good time. But, yeah, we had the one-round auto back which we need to get back, and we understand that. So uh, that'll be great to have, and people will. It'll, the drafts will be even better, uh, obviously, beginning Monday. Absolutely. One other announcement. We have the ADPs on your baseball site. If you have a 2018 NFBC team right now, you can click on that team link, Look at the, go to draft in the navigational bar, pull down to ADPs. These ADPs now have a calendar in there. If you want to know finished drafts from December 18th to January 5th, do that time period. It'll tell you the ADPs for that time period. If you want it closer, let's say before opening day, you want the uh, last seven days, hit the calendar for last seven days. You're going to see it. This is exactly what a player wants. Derek, you know, you, you've prepared for these high-stakes drafts. If you have that ADP and you can find out the last three days, last five days, before you go into the big money drafts, that's valuable information, right? Yeah, fantastic upgrade, no question. I think it, it makes it better, like you said, leading up to leading up to your draft the last three days. Uh, closer gets yep. named or changed, somebody gets hurt. How how much are these other guys uh, spiking because of that? That's the that's the real value in this. So as a you know as a as a player, I'd be super excited if I was able to do it. Uh, but it just you know <laughs> uh, on this side, it's just great to see that they, we got it in there. And you, you can I mean you can literally pick a one day time frame if you need to. So that's uh, to me that just. A fantastic upgrade. 
Yeah, and these EADPs are going to be all over the industry, Tom. We're giving it to everybody. We've got USA Today grabbing them. We've got SiriusXM. We've got Roto World. We've got everybody taking these. And we want people to know this is the gold standard. And with this you know, time frame that you can decide what you want, I mean, if you're a host on the show, if you're a writer, this is content that you just can't get anywhere else, and we're giving it to everybody in the industry. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's exactly what we've been asking for for years. We've got it now with Sports Hub. So thanks to the tech guys for giving us this tool because it is great, especially, I mean, baseball without a doubt, but football, you know, injuries happen during games over the weekend. So we have drafts every night. So you maybe want to see, okay, somebody got hurt on, on Friday night in the preseason game. How did that impact drafts beginning on Saturday through Tuesday, for example? Well, we now have that option available to narrow it down to a, a time frame that specific. So it's fantastic resource. Uh, the players are going to love it. They're going to use it. We're going to use it for, yep. for sure on the series show, on here on the podcast. And the entire industry will get it because, like you said, they're, it's the gold standard. You know, the NFBC, NFFC, NFBKC for basketball, nobody else has this information. We're going to be able to provide it, and everybody who plays fantasy sports will be able to benefit from it. Yeah, our MFL 10s are going to have that, too, so wait till you guys start diving into those. We're going to have football ADPs by the end of February, probably. Our industry is going to go crazy. I talked to somebody at SiriusXM. They're like, oh, my goodness, that's going to be great content. we got to talk about football even sooner than we have. Yes, you're right. That's what we're going to do. One other thing, look at the resources link that we have on NFBC. It's fantastic. It's going to have box scores, major league injury news, two-star pitchers is going to be there as well. There's depth charts right there. Everything is right there. You used to always have to leave our site to find this information. Not anymore, folks. It's all going to be there under resources. In fact, it's there right now. One other baseball announcement, and this is interesting. At the live drafts, we have their software right now, which is so great. You guys know we project this, uh, on HD screens. we got HD projectors. You see the big sticker of the guy who's being drafted. Then it goes into the draft board. Well, right now, the way we're setting this up, you're going to be able to basically do it off of an iPad if you want to. Our facilitator will be able to announce the pick and really... Make the pick right there. We may not roll that out in baseball. Certainly for football, we'll have it all done. We're going to test it on baseball, though, to see how easy it is. But what is really cool is, as you, the owner, the drafter right there, you can actually call up the draft room. You're going to see your draft room just like you were drafting online, see players taken off the board. So you may not bring a physical cheat sheet with you this time. You may just go in your draft room. So that's what you can do now when you come to the live drafts. You're going to have that draft room available to you as well. So it's cool. I mean, we've got some good stuff going. Technology is driving the live drafts, but it's going to be driving it even more. So I'm loving that an awful lot. Derek, let's talk about our FSTA draft. We said on our last podcast, right, our first two picks, we like those. Oh, but we're sitting in round five right now, and we really like this team. I don't know if we got enough pitching right now, but we like this team. Go ahead. Tell us who our first five picks were. Yeah, so and it's not quite a secret anymore. Uh, everyone else has been tweeting out their team, yep. so there's no reason we need to hide it. So, obviously, first, we won't cover. Uh, we went Harper and Springer, 1-2, like we've already talked about. Third round came back to us. We had a little debate, uh, you know, who we wanted in the third round, but we ended up with uh, Alex Bregman, who we all loved. I don't even know if it was the debate. Him. I don't know no if it was debate. debate. It was no debate. We love him. Love the shortstop third base eligibility. Obviously, you want to probably play him at shortstop most of the time, but uh, given that extra eligibility, you never know with roster 
roster is only 29 deep, so any type of eligibility like that definitely helps. Uh, the one thing about Bregman I love, obviously, in the in the lineup of the world champs, and the, they're not going to get any weaker. So we have Springer and Bregman hit second most of the second half of the year against all lefties. I see him right in that two-hole again. I mean, this guy's got 30-30 uh, kind of talent, so... Uh, just that offense, you know, Korea and Altuve hitting behind him, get on base, Springer in front of him. That, that's exciting. The shortstop, I, I love the shortstop eligibility. He, yeah. To me, there was a huge yeah. tier uh, falling off after Bregman at shortstop. That's one reason we really got him. The fourth round came back. Uh, we Now we, need, we needed to go pitcher. I mean, we felt we really needed to do something. A lot of them coming off the board. So we had a choice. Uh, to me, the choice was, you know, six of one, half dozen another between Robbie Ray and, and Justin Verlander. Obviously, we went with Robbie Ray, and, you got, and I had no problem with that you guys were really backing Ray as the younger guy the strikeouts absolutely one thing I did like about Verlander is again the team he was on and the way he just dominated once he got to Houston he's had two dominant second halves the last couple years now the first half uh, ha- have not been good so I don't know if that's a uh, Kate Upton thing we kind of mentioned that before <laughs> does, does she come back in the second half or does she leave I don't know what, what the deal is but we ended up with Robbie Ray there no problem with that love the strikeouts if the humidor goes in there which they're still talking about happening I don't know what that's actually going to do but but this guy has the potential so if he gets those walks under control, this guy's going to be fantastic. He's already fantastic. So that got us through fourth round. And then fifth round, we were you know, we were kind of contemplating, do we take another starting pitcher? Let's see what happens. Let's see who falls to us. And the guy we thought about possibly taking in the fourth round, if we didn't take a picture, take a starting pitcher, was Byron Buxton. And he fell all the way back to us in the fifth round. So we scooped him up with no debate. That was the guy we felt, uh, you know, we didn't have a ton of stolen bases that, at that time. This guy was going to play every day for the Twins. Uh, he's going to hit somewhere between third and fifth in the lineup every day, I got a feeling. Uh, you know, he's got 20-50 potential. So he hit 300 second half of last year. So as long as he can keep that batting average, you know, 275, 280, that is going to be a steal for us. I agree, and the old guy on our team right now is Robbie Ray at the age of 26. That's right. We got 23, 24, 22, 26-year-olds. I love this team so far. I really do. We got to get some starting pitchers right now. Robbie Ray had 162 innings and like 218 strikeouts last year. Look at his home road splits. Tom was looking at that the other day. He was fantastic on the road. You know, opposing batting average is 199. I like Robbie Ray. I think he's a great guy to have. And, and Buxton, I mean, stolen bases are going to be really, really hard to find. And a guy that like him who could get 50 stolen bases, gold glove in center field, there's no more sending him down anymore. Nope. I mean, he's he's done it now, okay? He's a gold glove center fielder. You're playing him every day. He's got to figure it out at the plate, and he did in the second half. Love that pick. Just love it. So we're looking for starting pitchers, but that's the start. Again, we're going to finish this draft in Los Angeles at the FSTA draft, but I love this slow draft. I hope we go 10, 15 rounds because this is great fun doing it this way. So championship, Tom, in fact, championship, I just got an email from the FSTA. They want our ring sizes. What's your ring size? I don't, I don't I've never worn a ring in my life, so I got, I got to get a Get married. Bird. Okay, I'll do that this weekend just just for that ring size. Uh, yeah, it's it's nice. So thanks to the FSTA, I got to figure all that out. I guess uh, figure out my ring size. I don't have a fucking clue what it is. There's a couple of go on go on uh, Google and just Google that how Google. to do it. I did the Google. There's some funny ways to figure gotta, it out. I got to get a ruler. No, no first he's got to get floss because I got that. I got all that stuff. I got everything I need except the ruler. With the oh. millimeter. Millimeters, not, not inches. Okay, we don't you want got to one bigger. If you got one, bring it into the office next week. <laughs> okay. I think I have one here. But it's All in right. pipe, as I told you. It's, a wee, right. you know, it's the old newspaper ruler here. Oh so uh, that thing, is it silver or not silver? Is it metal? Yes, yes. It's what metal? we use 
newspaper, metal soap. Uh, well, right. you guys are really right. dating right. yourselves right. again. You are dating yourselves again. Come on, it's our newspaper days. You must have one around somewhere, too. So, oh, All right, yeah. one last thing on baseball. You just sold out the New York $2,500 auction. I mean, all the high-stakes private leagues, leagues are just selling out. I got everybody to sign up before January 1st, and the platinum is sold out. The diamond sold out. Diamond auction is almost sold out. 2500 New York auction. Man, what a start to baseball. Man, huh? sounds like we might have to double up on some of those leagues this year. Right. That'd, yep, be, that'd be fantastic. Right. Yeah, so these these are going great. But Tom, good job there in New York, and I know you got other auction leagues to fill yet, right? Yeah, I mean, four more uh, auctions that will sell out there in New York. We have five every year, so five total for three days. That Friday is always exciting because we got three auctions that day plus the ultimate at night. So the twenty five hundred is sold out. Four more to go. It's going to be a great three day weekend in New York again. All right, sounds good. Let's talk about the postseason contest. NFFC postseason contest now zoomed past a thousand signups, guys. We've had ten signups since we've been doing this podcast so far, so they're rolling in. Get in, folks, if you want the hundred thousand dollars. That's right, turn one fifty into a hundred thousand dollars. But you got to do it before four thirty. P.M. Eastern time tomorrow. You're going to have to do it before that. Night. You're going to have to do it yep. before that. It, it, this, uh, tonight is going to be a huge night. I'm projecting yep. somewhere between 250, 300 signups just tonight when, once people get home from work and get settled settled in and stuff. So don't if you want to get in and you're not in yet, please get in now. You can wait till tomorrow to do your lineup, but get 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 in because we don't. if you want to get in, we don't want to leave you out for sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah, this is selling out for sure. I mean, last year we had 1,140 teams. We're over a thousand right now. We're going to blow past that tonight for sure. And we got a lot of people. We just put the eighty dollars bonuses yep. in your player account. So use that eighty dollars. That's half the cost of your team right there. So get another team with that eighty dollars bonus. But check your player accounts. All right, guys. Let's talk about uh, the playoffs here. We got two games tomorrow. Two on Sunday. We lead off with Titans Chiefs. What do you guys think there, uh, Tom? Let's lead off with you. Who do you like in this game? Who are you thinking about in your postseason contest from each team? What do you like there? Well, I mean, I like the Chiefs. I do think if there is an upset this weekend, the Titans are the team I would pick first if they could put it all together. But that's something they really haven't done all season, so it's kind of hard to think they'll do it one game in, in January. But from a fantasy perspective, I like a lot of players here. I mean, I love all of the key Chiefs because it's a good matchup here, especially for the passing game. Tennessee's pass defense is not very good, so obviously Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. I like Kareem Hunt, though. He's got it going again, and Alex Smith as well. From Tennessee, I, I like Derrick Henry because he should get plenty of volume, so I'm, I'm okay there. Uh, I, like, I think Delaney Walker has a good game here this week, yeah. so those would be the two guys I'd be most encouraged to get into a lineup. Maybe Rashard Matthews if I really had to reach, but I think he's more of a reach play this week. All right, all three of us put Delaney Walker on our postseason teams that we announced the other night on SiriusXM. Uh, Derek, who do you got from the Chiefs? I actually threw Kareem Hunt in there. I want some shares of Kareem Hunt going forward in this uh, postseason contest. Who do you got? Tennessee, worst team in the playoffs, and I don't think it's close. Um, Chiefs win this 30-13 to 13 or something. Alex Smith's going to have a huge field day. So if you're not loading up Ben Roethlisberger because you want to go uh, Le'Veon Bell for the first round, I think take a chance on Alex Smith. I actually think they can go into Foxborough and win. They've done it once this year. The way that Brady's playing and the way the Patriots just, they're not they are not in, invincible anymore. And no one's, I don't think anyone's scared to really play them. So to me, I think Alex Smith is a good play. Uh, if not, both three kill and cream hunt work, depending on the rest of your ro- roster. Uh, again, t- t- Titans-wise, Delaney Walker for me because I know I'm going to lose him and I'll replace yep. another receiver next week. 
Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, you know, the Chiefs is interesting. If you're taking multiple teams in our contest, I think that's a good call, Derek. I think putting Alex Smith in as your quarterback, we've seen how that has worked before. We've seen the number six seed go all the way and win the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers led somebody to a championship. Uh, Chris Schenker won with Ben Roethlisberger. He won with uh, Eli Manning. So, hey, you got to go against the grain here. Alex Smith is not a bad play at all. Hey, Tom, I don't know if you read that story on ESPN about the uh, – the Patriots, but that is a really interesting story. How the dynamics are changing between Brady, Belichick, and and Croft, uh, or Kraft. Uh, that's I don't. Did you read it? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I didn't read the whole thing. I, I've kind of got the cliff nose version of it. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not too worried about the Patriot dynasty sudden fall, suddenly falling apart. Certainly, the Garoppolo trade was odd. I mean, they refused to trade him for months, and then they kind of gave him away to the 49ers. So you kind of look at that whole thing has looked strange. I mean, why would would you trade him, you know? Well, and that story explains why Kraft told him to trade him. They were right. going to lose him, and so Belichick did not like that. He he was thinking he may go to him next year, and that Brady's on a downswing here. There's no way Kraft was going to do that to his boy. Yeah. No, I mean, I get the. Yeah, I understand that dynamics part of it, but I'm just saying the trade itself always looked peculiar. So if we have an explanation, we do. I, I don't know. These guys, they're a machine. They, they just, they go past. Every time you think something's going to derail them, they don't get derailed. We thought maybe, you know, no Brady for four games last year to start the season would be a problem. Then they lose Garoppolo, and they still figure a way to get it done. They're super defending Super Bowl champs. I, I don't know. I, I, I get it. It, it, it. It's great to read and stuff, but I just don't. I, I don't. The, what would concern me the most is Tom Brady's not playing good football right now. Yep. He's clearly not playing good football. That to me, that's what I'd be focusing on with New England, not whatever locker room dynamics or front office dynamics may be happening. All right, Derek Falcons at Rams tomorrow night, eight fifteen. Uh, we all like Gurley. I mean, that's an obvious one. Uh, Falcons. I'm putting Julio Jones in my lineup. What do you got? I got the same, too, um, unless I'm building a roster somehow around Jared Goff. But I just think the Rams are going to go as far as Gurley goes. So I, I feel like he's the, the centerpiece on that side. And, again, uh, the more I look at this game, the more I'm starting to think the Falcons have a better chance than I originally gave them. Uh, I, I just thought the Rams were going to kind of maybe, you know, just they're at, they're at home. They're the Ram, the Falcons haven't not, you know, they looked a little disheveled at times this year. But the way I've been, I've been looking at some other stats and some things, I, I think this might be the best game and the closest game on the weekend when it's all said and done. That being said, I'm still going Gurley and Jones, so there you go. Yeah. All right, sounds good. Sunday, we got uh, first game at 105 is Bills at Jaguars. Fournette should have a big, big game. Tom, I know you were pitching him as well. What's the latest on Shady McCoy? Uh, game time. Yeah, we got in a little bit of a practice today, but uh, it's going to be game time. But again, I don't trust him anyway, even if he's out there. He's a, he's a tough guy. I'm sure he's going to do everything he can to play, but he's clearly not 100%. Yeah. It's not a good matchup anyway. So even a healthy Shady McCoy, this is a tough matchup. So at less than 100%, I'm avoiding everybody with Buffalo. I want no part of maybe Steven Hauschka. That's about it. Yeah, when they cart you off and you're supposed to play the next yeah. week, that's kind of tough. Yeah, I mean, how the hell? They, yeah, they carted him off the field. Like, anybody off, else is out. Okay? But anybody else is, is out. But Shady McCoy gets hurt every game anyway. So yeah. when it looks like he's really hurt, he's only hurt as much as somebody else limping off the field. All right. Well, they carted him off. Yeah, I know. But that. I know. <laughs> they carted him off. All right, last game. Let's give our thoughts on this one, everybody. Panthers at the Saints. I think this is going to be the best game. 
Panthers don't show up for these big games recently, but uh, we'll see. But I think it's going to be rocking in New Orleans. What do you got, Derek? Carolina better hope good cam shows up because even if average cam shows up, they're done. So they they absolutely need the good cam we've seen three or four times this year. I still think this is New Orleans' game to to win. I, I don't see any way uh, unless they turn the lose the turnover battle by you know maybe two and, and again great cam shows up. I, I think New Orleans wins almost by double digits to tell you the truth. All right, Tom. You think everyone's going to have Alvin Kamara in their lineups? Yeah, he got to. I mean, I guess he could try to get cute, you know, and go Ingram. If you're only playing, like, one lineup or something, maybe you go Ingram and try to. But, you know, I mean, if you believe the Saints are going to win, you want Kamara for as often as possible because he's the guy there. I mean, he's he's got the highest upside. So there's a lot of good running backs, you know, even with the four. You know, there's a lot of good options in the playoffs this year, tremendous options, actually. So could go away from Kamara, but personally, no. I'm, I mean, I his floor is so high. You know what I mean? He's yeah. going to have five or six catches regardless. Yep. I mean, I, I to me, to me, it's a no-brainer. I, I want him in uh, my lineup. Unfortunately, his floor was getting a concussion. That was his floor, and he still got like six points in <laughs> PR in one series. I mean, it's ridiculous how good he is. Yeah, yeah, he's no doubt he's good. Okay, we all think that the chalk's going to play. We think the favorite's going to win this week. If there's one upset out there. Derek, you said Falcons. You think that'd be an upset? St- I, uh, originally, originally, I had said, agreed with Tom that the Titans on the Chiefs, but now I, the more I look at that game, I think it the spreads, you know, maybe not even high enough, and I, I think Atlanta's the one that could pull off if there is an upset. I don't think there's going to be, but that's the one I now look at. I see. Now, Tom, he's saying that because he doesn't want the Rams to come to Minnesota because he knows they're capable of beating the Vikings. Well, they're losing right? anyway. It doesn't matter. They're losing anyway next week. It's, I've already said to him it's unfortunate <laughs> that you get the number two seed when it's a wide-open path of the Super Bowl with the Eagles yeah. being done, and they, they're going to lose the first game. It's a terrible turn of events for the Vikings. I, it's unfortunate. They're used to it, though. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> Can't yeah. wait till January. I mean, can't wait for the January 15th podcast on Monday when we come back and you're eating crow. Love it. How are we? They haven't played yet. You mean oh, the two weeks? That's January 15th, yeah. They oh, play okay, all right. Yeah. I mean, I hope it doesn't hurt as much as that far of interception. That's all Nothing's I Nothing's ever so. going to hurt as much as that. I know. I know. That was one of his best passes he ever made from a Packers <laughs> fan standpoint. But, all right. All right, that's it. We better stop fighting here right now. That's enough on the podcast. We're going to talk to you on Monday when one round auto is going to be there for baseball. Enjoy all the football games. Get your NFFC postseason teams right now. Yep, Don't be left right out. Now. One one hundred thousand dollars we're going to award to somebody. Another sign up just came in. <laughs> there you go. See. All right. Good luck, everybody, and enjoy the playoffs this weekend, and stay warm too. <laughs>